Hi, it's Dave here, and this is my wife, Kathy. Hello. And this is the Cinemile, the podcast where we used to walk home from the movies. But now all the movies live here <laughs> in our house. <laughs> with I didn't know where that was going. That's going nowhere. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well. We are recording this in two weeks of lockdown. This is week three. Week two. Two? two? I don't know. I've lost two. a sense of time. Yeah. We had locked ourselves down a bit sooner anyway. So. Turns out it's been 20 years. <laughs> Uh, we're here with the baby who you may hear um, grumbling. Yes, and our housemate uh, Elizabeth is upstairs. Uh, <laughs> avoiding us. Avoiding us. <laughs> Socialising with her friends in the in the way that people do now. On Zoom. The, uh, the house party or Zoom or whatever. Did you hear that Zoom is the most downloaded app now in the country? I thought house party was the one that was kicking no, off. Was Zoom. It? Zoom. Shares and Zoom have gone through the roof. If only we'd bought them. <laughs> I know, I was just thinking before this all happened, should I buy shares in Zoom? I was about to buy Zoom shares and (laughs) house party shares. (laughs) Just in case. Um, But yeah, we're here to watch Long Shot. It is a long shot because we know nothing about this movie. Yeah, we were, so we just spent uh, the last probably 20 minutes uh, in a very familiar situation probably to many of you which is where you sit down to watch a movie and then try and find a movie yeah. and it's nigh on impossible because you can't come to a consensus and there's nothing we really want to watch um, that's available we want to watch Cat when it's out on de- Cats when it's out on demand because we didn't get into the cinema but we haven't it's not there yet we're going to watch Charlie's Angels maybe next week I don't want to yeah anyway long shot we've decided on purely because it's a comedy which you're in desperate need of it's Charlie's Theron and Seth Rogen who are we, like well, you know well, pretty we, dependable actors we're assuming it's a comedy just from the way it's marketed they, and I remember Netflix have tagged it as comedies political comedies oh it's a comedies political comedies yeah. Netflix um, tagging's very interesting fine well I didn't see that but but this movie I remember seeing posters for it at the time it was in on the cinema was it in the cinema I never heard of it yeah 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 um, and it looks like a straight to DVD thing well, this is, this is my problem with the marketing for it, and admittedly, I didn't see the trailer. But the the poster was just like a neon coloured sign with a neon coloured background with uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Seth Rogen taking a selfie, and the movie was called Long Shot. And I'm that like, terrible. What is this? Well, it's it, 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 sell it childhood, to me. A headstrong presidential candidate hires an opinionated speechwriter who challenges her political strategies. And her. <laughs> there's a long, there's an ellipsis there. <laughs> Who challenges her political strategies? But it's actually really and badly heart. typed. Now we're here to critique the grammar of Netflix because it goes political strategies, space, dot, 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 space, and heart. You're right. You never put a space at the front of an ellipsis. No. You put it afterwards. They've got it wrong. And clearly it's changing her heart. So it should be comedies slash political comedies slash rom comedies. But you, how do you know it's a rom comedy? Well, it's her challenging her heart. Changed. Unless her heart. But changes. you're saying that people in political comedies can't have their hearts changed. Well, I guess unless her heart changes about like what party she represents, surely it means her heart changes and she falls in love with Seth Rogen. Yeah. Elliot's also just learned how to suck his thumb, so he's chowing down here. <laughs> I think our. I think we shouldn't bother watching this movie, but instead. All our episodes from now on should just be critiques of the synopses <laughs> on Netflix and then us wildly speculating about what the movie's about. Agree. Um, and also, it's fun to watch something on Netflix because like, I'm pretty sure every single person that listens to this podcast has Netflix. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen it, it's called Long Shot. It's a political comedy slash comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go and watch it and then come back and listen to the review, right? Does that sound good? That sounds great. Right. We'll meet you back here in uh, two hours and four minutes. Yeah.
And I think I'm hoping it's shorter than that because usually credits are involved when we see these totals. Oh yeah, long credits on this one, I'd say. <laughs> uh, and it's directed by Jonathan Levine, who we just did some, you know, very deep IMDb diving on, and uh, not huge. Warm promising. Bodies was good. We Warm Bodies that. was good. Yeah. Um, he but then he also snatched. did Snatched, which we did an episode yeah. on back in the day. Can't remember what we thought of it. Uh, I remember I didn't like it, and you did. Okay, great. Uh, I'm dying up here, which is that show about stand-up comedians that we didn't mind but never watched much of. Um, and that's it, really. That's really boring. Yeah. Me reading his IMDb out. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so All this right. is why we should record our walks to the cinema because they are more fun than our walks sitting in our living room. This is not a walk. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just a rambling. We're losing people. We're losing if I was listening to this, I'd be like, "Get on with yeah. it! Stop critiquing! Stop telling me how many spaces there are in an, in an ellipses." Um, right. Well, see everyone in a minute. Hopefully, for you, two hours and four minutes. For Stop us. talking. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Charlotte. I would like to endorse you to be the next president of the United States. Oh my God, you've been a great secretary of state. Which state again? All of them. Secretary of State looking at us? I kind of know her. It's like kind of knowing a mermaid. Do you tell people that? She probably doesn't remember who I am. Secretary Field would like to speak with you. With me? I can't shake this feeling that we know each other. We do. We do? Picture me, I guess, maybe like 20 years younger. But like this. Florsky? Yeah! What are you doing these days? I'm a journalist. You're a great writer. But sometimes you're a little too much. I don't think I am too much. I actually think I'm the perfect right portion. It's really nice to see you again. Okay! Crack it down! I'm okay! Do boys and men just call me a cracker? What is the relationship exactly? I used to babysit for him. You babysat for him? Wow, time has not been kind. Hi, we're back and we're out for our uh, daily exercise slash podcast time. Designated walk. Yeah. Uh, we're so lucky that we have a family member living with us. Who can look after two kids while we go for our walk? Yeah. Uh, we're walking around the block recording the podcast and there's nobody to be seen. Except that car <laughs> that you can loudly really hear. loud van yeah. yeah, it's very uh, strange times, but the sun is out uh, and look, we just all have to be grateful for what we have. Yes. And and for watching watching long movies shot. on Netflix. As we were watching uh, Longshot, we kept going, what's it called again? It's the most yes. generic movie title I've so ever this, heard. So this is, um, I think, a great case of uh, how a bad title can hurt a good movie and a bad poster because Dave showed me the poster he was talking about and between the name and the poster you would have no idea yeah. what this is about so look it up Google um, long shot poster when you have a minute go to the image bit and there are a few variations on them but for the most part it's just Seth Rogen Charlize <laughs> Theron on an orange background dressed like as you would imagine they both dress in real yeah. life anyway So he and he's trying to do a selfie with her in it and it just says long shot yeah, so. so I remember thinking looking at that and thinking what is it? Is she a news anchor and he's the cameraman? Uh, you know, what does it... The, the, the title tells you nothing and the marketing tells you nothing. But I think you we just, discussed this in the intro already. We're just forgetting anyway, it was yesterday. basically, this movie is much better it's than... way better than it looks. Than it looks and got any credit for. Because I didn't hear anyone... There was no buzz about this. Nothing. There's no buzz about it now. This is how much I enjoyed it last night. And honestly, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was like a really... Just a good, light-hearted, totally distracting movie. I messaged all my family saying... If anyone's looking for a fun movie on Netflix, watch Longshot, which is basically yeah, massive thumbs up if you send it's that good. text to your family. So to uh, give you, to give very you, fun to give you guys an, a rough idea of what it's about, if you are interested, because I don't think that synopsis really did a good job of selling it. It's uh, 
Charlize Theron and uh, Seth Rogen know each other when from when they were younger. She babysat for him, uh, and then later on in life, she's the um, uh, Secretary, of, Secretary State. of State and is gearing up for her presidential campaign and is looking for a speechwriter. And then a chance encounter brings the two of them together. And he's a journalist who's just lost his job, and they sort of because he's clash. fighting big money media. Well, exactly. So it's uh, it's all about a clash of ideals. You know, it's. Uh, the th- sort of themes of the movie are so, uh, how, you know, she's she's an activist and an environmentalist at heart, but also the conflict with her wanting to run for presidency and the compromises uh, and allowances you have to make for your ideals and your policies versus your ambitions and the re- realities of the system. And then he's somebody who un- is uncompromising when it comes to ideals. So I think it makes and for a very... And he becomes her speechwriter. And he becomes her speechwriter. Yeah. So, and it actually makes for... It's a good setup. That That's a really interesting setup and it makes for very interesting um, clashes between the two for the first half of the movie. Now, overall, we'll get to spoiler straight in a bit, but... Um, I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was really good. Um, I loved. Uh, I thought they were both excellent in it. Uh, I thought I mean, they're both really solid, dependable actors. Like nothing can go wrong with the two of them yeah. on screen together. And I would say though, because I was right, it did. Beca- it was there was it was a romantic comedy. I would call it that. Um, yes, they have no romantic chemistry, and that was slightly throwing me. Like obviously, I was rooting for them because look, I'll root for any couple in a rom com. But um, I just. They didn't have. I didn't feel any chemistry between them at all. No, for the first half of this movie, I was convinced that there wasn't going to be any romantic plot between yeah, the two of them because they felt like two friends. Because it felt like it was just going to be a friendship. <laughs> um, but I think that's kind of what the title of the movie is trying to allude to. They don't look or seem like a typical uh, couple. But it's and not about looks, though. It's their chemistry. No, no. But that, sorry, that's what the movie's telling, and that's what yeah. characters in the movie are telling us. It is about looks because that's what the public will perceive them as. Yeah, they keep saying as well, like she's like she's too hot for you, basically. Yeah. So, so it's a bit it's a bit like that um, movie, what Perfect Ten or something that I never saw. Do you know, it was a similar sort of rom com setup. Can no idea what somebody less conventionally attractive than someone con- conventionally attractive be together and and uh, and the, and the sort of the, the clash between the, your your uh, somebody in a position of power and their PR and the optics gets men- mentioned a lot and uh, how that's affected by reality and true love or whatever. Yeah. But anyway. But overall, we both thought it was fun, right? And we laughed. It is, it's fun. It's funny. It's smart. But I have... Um, and it's good. And overall, it's good. But I have a list of issues I have with it as a movie which yeah. I'd like to go into detail with in Spoiler Street because it's not... It's far from perfect. No. Um, and it's there not are, in any... Like... Okay, by no means is it a classic. By no means would we have ever gone to see it in the cinema. No, and I'll but never watch it again. Never watch it again. But, but at, at the same time, to be honest, if anyone's sitting at home with a Netflix subscription looking for a movie to watch, I totally recommend it because it's it's going to take your mind off things and you'll get a few laughs off it. Yes, it's it, like it, it is uh, for the most part easy, a breezy, um, beautiful fun. Cover girl. Beautiful. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I feel Fine. like my my uh, barometer for movies has just dropped so rapidly in coronavirus. Like I just think if something's a decent distraction now, yeah, it's a good and movie. actually, it's a, it's it's a fun, easy distraction. And actually, but like, is more in it's more interesting and challenging in parts than it had any right to yeah. be. Like it, it actually sometimes, uh, actually, a lot of the time is quite satirical. Like, but like, it's almost like. Veep without the, with the edges yeah. taken off. Not like Veep at all. But it's like it's Veep light. Yeah, isn't it? Veep um, extra light, extra watered down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but 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 I think it re- when it does reach for 
satire, it, it sort of does hit, it hit, hits a few nails on the head, uh, in terms of which we can discuss. The yeah, and there was like genuinely a lot of parts of me laughed. And before we get to spoiler sheet, though, I do want to say that like, n- this isn't a spoiler, it's mild plot detail. Um, I find with uh, Seth Rogen, I think he's really talented, right? And he's really cool. Um, um, if anyone's interested in hearing a really interesting interview with him, a podcast we mention a lot on this podcast, Script Notes, um, which is hosted by Craig Mazin and John August, Craig Mazin of Chernobyl fame. They actually did an interview with Seth Rogen because he's a writer. And I hadn't realised like he's been writing since he was a, like a teenager. He wrote on Freaks and Geeks when he was like 18. He's so talented, right? So I think Seth Rogen's brilliant. I'm going to caveat all of this. With, I think he's brilliant. But I'm really sick of Seth Rogen like, in movies. He always has to play a character. Like, And correct me if I'm wrong, but he always plays a character who at any point in any movie is trying to do drugs and it gets really tiresome it's like I just I don't get the joke like at loads of times in this movie there was like kind of drug taking references or scenes with Seth Rogen that were just felt shoehorned in like it's almost like it's like in his contract at this point that he has to play a stoner it's just boring well let's get and to I just th- didn't think it worked here and I just thought oh god Seth Rogen stop it like well Seth Rogen is I think he I think he's a funny man I think he's a a very he plays a very likable character, but it's almost always the same character with some always minor like, minor twist. Like Charlie's he doesn't Theron have range. so much range. Like yeah. she's brilliant in this, and he's really good at what he's doing. But it's just the same thing he always does, and that was like a little bit of a peeve of mine. Um, I just feel like he's it's just so typecast. No, at this I point. I agree. But look, that's I think that's also fine. It's fine. Do it's you know, fine for this. I consider this a director DVD think, level movie. But actually, he's he's his. He's cast well in this, and he suits this character. I, think. I almost thought he must have written it because it's so, his character is so like other characters he's played. But then actually, he hadn't. But he's it. also flexing a little bit. I mean, if 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 you think that for the most, it is just a Seth Rogen type. However, normally the Seth Rogen type, yes, is is like a, a sort of laid back drug taker. But it's usually somebody with zero ambition. You know, it's leaning more to the, that stereotype. Whereas this one is sort of like. Um, a, more like he's incredibly he's like, idealistic he's and like ambitious he's like naively idealistic and, and yeah which is so I think that is slightly different for him but fine I'll you know I'll take the point it's not like you're only gonna get so much from Seth Rogen or I think uh, as an actor at the moment whereas yeah. Charlize Theron is like she elevates this whole movie oh god she because really does she's Charlize Theron as I was watching it, I was like, she's one of my favourite actresses like the range she has what was that movie we watched a couple of years ago where she played someone who went back to the town she came from uh, Tilly no no um, and Jason Bateman was Tully. in it and she came back to the oh, time and she's where a, she she's from. a young adult. Oh, young it's really adult. good. Like, yeah. That was the first time I saw her being like very comedic because I think that she's often very serious in movies. Like, um, what was that movie she won the Oscar for? Like, Monster. Monster, yeah. Um, she just she's incredible. But, but uh, she's th- so good in this. And like, if you think of her style, like think of Claire Underwood in House of Cards. Like, that's the vibe she's channeling in terms of her style. And she's just in, like she's, she's jaw droppingly beautiful and talented like she's just so, so talented but also somebody who can you know speaking of range she can she she's never out of place in any movie no. or any genre like she's as comfortable in this sort of uh, mildly satirical comedy as she is as a kick ass action star in Mad Max Fury Road yes as a, as a serious dramatic actress like in Monster or anything else what was that movie that we saw her in recently uh, where she's like doing loads of fight scenes and she'd blonde Atomic Blonde Atomic Blonde yeah. oh my god yeah she's she, incredible. She's, she can be an action lead yeah. and, and also she she's not afraid or um, to to take like big 
blockbuster silly stuff. She she was the bad guy too fast and the furious as a go. Oh, I forgot about that. And she was and she was absolutely wonderful she's in so it. Just great. hamming it up. I love her. I think we should just do a whole Charlize Theron like loving podcast. She's for absolutely day. incredible. Um and okay, anyway, why don't we um spoiler street. go to spoiler street. Yeah, we honestly don't have much to say about this movie. Right, before we get to spoiler street though, uh, I'd like to do a quick shout out to some of our new lovely patrons over on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the cinemile so a huge thank you from both of us to Callum Jewell to Sophie Cookson uh, Christina Peters Shane O'Leary uh, jo- Johan uh, Dudois Dudois uh, D- I'm sorry Johan I love you bitch but and I'm presuming it's Johan name every time I'm really sorry and uh, Dahlia Ortega that's just to, to name a few of the people who are um paying two or three dollars a month to get our extra bonus podcast feed the Cinemile High Club filled with retro movie reviews and uh, TV show pilot reviews so we just watched Firefly uh, the other day and, yeah the uh, pilot of Firefly which we had so much fun watching and, and reviewing and clueless and we're about to um, we've got a um, a suggestion up there for we're looking for uh, 90s high concept action movies because uh, our new housemate Elizabeth does I've seen not, none Has seen none of them So we're looking <laughs> Every for Every movie we mentioned Where she's like huh? We're like Speed? No? Point break? What? Demolition Man? When Come on When she hadn't seen Speed I was like Sorry are you okay? Like <laughs> So uh, if you're If you're interested in, in listening to that And you want more content And you like what we're doing here And want to um, Contribute to the To the show Um then it's patreon.com forward slash the cinemile and a huge thank you to uh, all of our members there thank you guys now on to spoiler street spoilers now um, did you know that's an Irish thing to go now at the start of a sentence is it and I've noticed Oscar started doing that Oscar goes now we're going to play with my trucks and I'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) come here to me now come here to me Uh, right here we go so so now, there's nothing to say about Spoiler this Street. Spoilers for a long shot. Absolutely nothing to say about it. I've got a few street. things to say. Okay, so the I've kind of forgotten it already though, which isn't very high praise. The things okay, <laughs> this movie I think it has tonal problems. Aha, uh-huh, agree. Right? So because it's like for the first half, it's very much straight straight laced or straight face. It's playing it straight. I think it's it could it wouldn't be out of place as a um, As a political, political comedy, as they called it. Yeah, is it and and then and then once they get together the movie kind of shifts gears a bit and then it becomes a very much uh, super bad uh, Seth Rogen um, it's the drug taking scene it was so the Molly weird. it's the Molly scene yeah. the, 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 it was all kinds of wrong like it made no sense in the movie no, I so think she's the secretary of state we're putting this into context for you if Presuming you, some of you haven't uh, watched it, she's the Secretary of State, right? She's like one of the most famous women in the world. She's in foreign country, can't remember the country because they travel a lot. And her and Seth Rogen are like shagging, basically. And she's like, "I want to do Molly," and then because she's stressed and and it makes no sense, right, for the context of her personality throughout this movie, where she's been someone who like micro naps which is quite a funny scene when she does that like in between her busy schedule like as she's on business like really important state calls she's like doing press ups like she's always working always on it right and like her, she basically is a personality transplant when she gets to Sir Throgan she's like I want to do Molly so then they go out to a nightclub and do Molly together and then there's this whole scene where they're on drugs and we were just like this is out no, but they, they basically do that. The Secretary of State would be doing that. But they're only, they, they, they only do have this situation so that they can have a crazy, wacky uh, concept where what, like, you can almost see the, 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 you can reverse engineer the writing on this because they would have sat in a room and been like, what would it be weird and crazy or, or funny for 
uh, for that Secretary of State to do. Oh my God! So they're on drugs, and then she has to do a hostage negotiation while while on drugs. And won't that be funny? We were just cringe. It just felt like this is not this. This is um. Uh, body uh, ridiculous comedy now this is farcical and as and much as Charlize Theron can pull anything off like I was embarrassed for her in these scenes yeah like, and it, and was it wasn't funny I didn't think no, it was funny it wasn't. we were like, it just felt like stony silence as we watched it the movie just dropped the ball entirely yeah. in that and it became a different movie it so, felt like that this part of the movie was written by Seth Rogen like specifically yeah wouldn't it be funny if and it just took completely took us out of it yeah because even I mean it's the secretary of state state. like sorry imagine that was like Hillary Clinton or someone you know what I mean like it's just so absurd now the the movie does have a through line of sort of immature comedy but for the most part that was funny it actually yeah it is well handled like him him the the video being released of him (laughs) masturbating to her speech no I didn't like that no okay but I think that's fine borderline but actually wouldn't have felt out of place in the movie um, that yeah. we were watching but the Molly scene is just too heightened reality like I, d- I couldn't believe the series of circumstances that would lead to this it no, was this, it, was, it was unbelievable this perfect. was more believable unbelievable and yeah. to be fair it's believable that like his laptop camera would be hacked and someone would release it we know that happens what now, I did think was very you just said now again. now what I did think was <laughs> interesting about the thing of they've made this tape of him yeah. and they're going to release it and they're using it as a blackmail thing and I think the movie was doing this very well towards the end. The movie was turning gender on its head because basically what the movie was was illustrating was that to be with someone who's incredibly powerful, in this instance, the Secretary of State who goes on to become the president, um, if you're the partner, you really are subsumed by that and your whole role becomes you're supporting that person. Like, even if you think of, like, the most popular, like, first lady, Michelle Obama, like, she was living to support Barack, right? Mm-hmm. As well as being an amazing... Like, she's an amazing woman, but, like, that was her primary function. And and they show that, that that's what he's doing. And also... So I find that interesting. And also, I you know, so often, like, revenge porn and, like, shame is used against women about their own sexuality. And that was being used against him here because he hadn't actually done anything wrong. Yeah. But the thought of releasing that tape was so awful. And when you think, like, how often women are in situations like that when men are in power and then women are made to feel ashamed of their sexuality. So there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there really interesting and I liked I liked the, the sort of final dilemma that they I just didn't was, like the video I didn't want to watch it the final <laughs> dilemma that was placed in front of them as a couple was also really interesting as in you can be together but you have to uh, go through scrub out everything that makes you you uh, and become this presentable version of you which is something that is does happen I did it to a, you a, a years ago <laughs> I deleted yeah. Dave's entire internet history <laughs> so and I think that's that's an interesting he, it, 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 I felt like Seth Rogen's character calling her and making that sacrifice was an, a huge personal sacrifice and an indication of how much he loved her and, and wanted to be with her and he said I loved you since I was 13 years old I yeah. cried at that bit I actually but I know you said they didn't have sexual chemistry and I d- and they didn't really for for quite a while but the movie or them really they did a good job of convincing me by the second half that they were in love and were a believable couple like yeah. the, the scene where they um they they're just kind they of felt like an old married couple not a new couple yeah but but the, fine that but but they they were a believable couple to me i bought those characters as a couple yeah. that, like them um sort of making eyes at each other um across the crowded dance floor and then they sneak out to the back and have a little slow dance to pretty woman it oh was that cute. was really sweet what as, about as actually, um, like as a romantic comedy this this the it it, it kind of nails the romantic and the comedy i would say I wouldn't say it nailed it. I'd say it's totally good, though. I mean, I've seen so many bad rom-coms, to be honest, that um, 
like this is definitely in the top 50% and that's probably not saying much yeah it's, a good, it's a good romantic comedy good, good cameo by Alexander Skarsgård who's like at one point my little sister Elizabeth walked in and watched her for about 20 minutes in between her Zoom they definitely uh, had fake teeth on him right and she was like who's that and we were saying it's Alexander Skarsgård she's like what like he, they make he's a very handsome guy they he, make him very unattractive they make him basically like <laughs> a uh, Justin Trude- he's a Justin Trudeau type and um, but with like a little bit more dweeby and he um, says like because they're all obsessed about you know their ratings and like what's being said about them by people and he said they said I have a horrible laugh and I shouldn't laugh in public and then later on he laughs and you're like ah like it's really horrible <laughs> the movie does a lot so of good funny. cameos I liked Lisa Kudrow coming in as the um the PR person, yeah. uh, you know, you, you're, you're rating an 84 on humor. So let's see if we can get that number a bit higher up. Like <laughs> as if you, if you could just engineer a sense of humor. I and like that Jenny idea. And then Theron's like, but what about my policies? And she's like, nobody oh, cares about those. No, she said, we don't dig into policies. <laughs> it's just like, that's what I mean. That's when the movie was at its best for yeah. me was when it was this that was sharp, all at the start. sharp satire of the sort of the political machine. And I really enjoyed Bob Odenkirk as this sort of um, sort of alternative Trump in many ways like it feels like a stab at Trump while also being a different um, version of it him it didn't feel like it was just aping Trump which yeah, would have been very dull which is boring yeah. but actually to, to, to basically make a, a self-obsessed TV star um, as president and Bob Odenkirk is just wonderful so in he everything. had played the president for like eight series in a show <laughs> like and now scene, he's the president the scene where you first meet him and he's watching himself in the Oval Office playing the president in the Oval <laughs> Office and he's just loving it it's, like, it's wonderful and the whole concept of the president just really wants to be a movie star like that's big that's more important to him than being the president yeah. was, was a good gag uh, and I enjoyed it and there was some stuff in it where they explored like so for example right at the end Charlize Theron like gets up and makes this speech where she like curses and admits she's being blackmailed and that her boyfriend was film masturbating and all this kind of stuff and in a traditional film uh, that would have been the moment she'd have lost the presidency or if she won it we'd have said that's silly you'd never win the presidency after that but now in the post-Trump world I was like yeah I can see why she's president now because she went up and made that insane speech which was unhinged but yeah, sure. Why wouldn't you be president? Like I don't believe disbelieve it anymore. If I'd seen this movie a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, "That's too far, school." <laughs> also, there was a last last year. Um, there was an election. I oh got it. I can't remember the country, but it was in. Um, I'll, I'll look this up and post it later to our Twitter. Uh, so when you were making all these notes when you watched the movie, you couldn't. I know. I forgot. I forgot to look it up. I said to you, look it I know, up. I don't, forgot to look it up. But I basically, said to Dave, way to do facts before you say the story. Basically, th- this is a fact that uh, a country <laughs> in Europe last year elected um, a president who had played the president on TV. That actually did happen, uh, but it was in a comedic role on TV. So he was a, a comedian uh, actor who is now the president of that country. Uh, and okay, I will well, look Dave, it up I and look, post it I on Twitter. I look forward to uh, hearing this seeing the supposed fact linked to in the show notes guys are or you just googling yourself or right? I can't I'm not <laughs> no, it's not a retraction it happened I read a whole article on it I just can't remember the most important part of that story um, can I take some credit and uh, toot my own horn for a second for no. the two brilliant uh, calls that I made without IMDB that, that you were nagging me about because I said that's Andy Circus. 
in prosthetics. I didn't neg you. I said I don't you care. Said, Stop talking about no, it. No, you did not say that. You said that's not Andy Circus, and you were absolutely. You said that's not him. Uh, that's some old man, and I was like, that's not. That's Andy Circus wearing prosthetics for no Andy reason. Andy Circus would only act in prosthetic or in like front <laughs> yeah. of a green screen. I actually maybe it wasn't <laughs> prosthetics. Maybe maybe the whole thing was CG'd Andy Circus. Maybe he was just wearing like a mocap suit. It's like Andy Circus. Are no you reason. okay, hon? Could you just like play yourself sometimes? So unnecessary. But he was actually brilliant. He played the. Oh no, of, he was great. He was like the evil Rupert Murdoch guy who was blackmailing um, Charlie's Theron, and, and he's the, really good at the it. The other call, which was totally left field for me, and I gotta, I gotta give myself credit for this, was um, Seth Rogen's best friend. And I said, I'd never seen the actor before, and I said, "Is that, is that Ice Cube? Except he's too young." Um, and it wasn't Ice Cube because he is too young, but it's Ice Cube's son. So, so I sorry, called it. What are you looking for? You didn't call it at all. You didn't say, is that Ice Cube's son? I said, he you looks said, like Ice Cube. He looks like Ice Cube, but it's too young to be him. Yeah? Just like a, <laughs> just like a tiny version of Ice Cube. <laughs> Mini Ice Cube. Mini Ice Cube train. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I have to say, look, let's not talk about this movie anymore because we need to relieve our babysitter. Our walk around the block is done for the day. Um, back into lockdown. But thank you, everyone, for listening. I, do you know what? I hope you check this movie out on Netflix and get a few laughs out of it like we did. Um, and, yeah, do, uh, and let us know. If what... I'd seen it in the cinema, I think I'd be giving it quite a different review, to be honest. It's a straight yeah, to DVD movie. I, I agree. If I'd paid money for this, I would yeah. have been like, oh. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is the perfect format and viewing to watch it in in yeah. a quarantine where you need it and some escape. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, let us know what you guys thought. We are at the Cinemile on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram uh, and we are the cinemile at gmail.com drop us an email if you just want to chat or say hi yeah, um, we always write back we love um, everyone been sending us such nice messages lately that are cheering us off and hopefully the podcast is cheering you guys up a bit and if you want to do us a nice solid head over to Apple Podcasts search the cinemile and leave us a review we would greatly appreciate it and we read all the reviews by the way even the bad ones <laughs> uh, so be nice be kind to us um, and thank you for listening thanks everyone bye stay safe be positive we asked a thousand constituents how they would feel if Kate Middleton I see where you're going with this were to start dating Danny DeVito pretty negative reaction Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.